Good evening, morning, afternoon, whatever day, whatever time it is for you, I greet you. My name is Donna Miller, and this is the Vote Voiced Podcast. Now, today, something happened. Today, there was a debate in the Senate because the For the People Act uh, needed to be able to move forward. The bill did not move forward because the procedural vote to open the debate on the legislation was defeated 50-50. It fell short of the 60 votes it needed to succeed. This is Donna Miller with Vote Voiced. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We are on Twitter. Go to www.votevoice.com. We are are on several different platforms. Whatever platform you use, look for Vote Voice. We're on Anchor, Spotify, just to name a couple. We are everywhere I can possibly be on social media. Look for us. I want to thank you for your support. I want to thank everyone for their comments because I listen to your comments and I do use them. I want to thank everybody for your donations. They go directly into getting out the vote. I just want to say that it's a very disappointing day. I'm just going to read a quote or, or a statement from President, former President Obama. He said, in the aftermath of the insurrection, with our democracy on the line and many of these same Republican senators going along with the, na- with the notion that somehow there were irregularities and problems with legitimacy in our most recent election, they're suddenly afraid of even talk about these issues and figure out solutions on the floor of the Senate. Today was a very disappointing day. In Michigan, okay, the Senate has passed three bills this past Wednesday, June the 16th, Okay, and several more. And these bills that they passed would restrict voting rights. Okay, and our governor and other Democrats are against this bill. Now, voting is nonpartisan, and we do have two sides we have a Republican side and a Democratic side, and it's wide open. Everyone saw today that the Republican Party does not want to pass any bills that would make voting easier. They want to make voting harder. And that's just a true hard fact. Okay? Now, uh, part of what the Michigan Senate uh, did is part of this 39-bill package, okay? 
And for instance, there's a bill that requires, and I've, I've said this before, we can't say it enough, because this is something that we're going to have to deal with. Um, our governor, Whitmer, is saying that she's going to veto it. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But it's the usual, the bill, there's a bill that requires mail-in ballots uh, to provide driver's license or state identification. The other two would require ID for in-person voting and allow people to vote only provisional ballots if they didn't have ID. Okay. Um, These are just the issues that we're still facing. Uh, I've told you about Senate Bill 277. That's the one that would authorize the clerks to flag, but not remove the registration records of a deceased voter. Now, the different bill in the package would require um, a stricter removal process, uh, but they haven't done anything with that yet. And then other measures that went through Wednesday would require uh, June the 16th would require voters. I've told you about this, uh, declaring on their applications that they didn't, that they did not have a right to vote in another state or territory. Okay. Um, it's really, really sad that we have to continue to fight for the right to vote that we have people who actually want to make it more difficult to vote. Okay. Now, there is a nationwide push to restrict voting rights. We can see anyone who was watching uh, the debate over for the people act. Okay. Uh, can see that. I'm not sure what it's going to take to have our voting rights protected. But I think it was such a terrible mistake to remove the laws that protected voting. And I guess people thought that things were different. People thought everything was going to be okay. But we have seen that there are people out there who do anything they can to restrict Americans' right to vote. Okay. Now, there's something in the Met in Michigan law. Okay. If Governor Whitmer tries to veto the bills, the Republicans in Michigan plan on using a little known item about Michigan law. If the Republicans can gather 340,000 signatures in a petition drive, the House and the Senate can enact legislation without the governor having the power to veto it. Isn't that terrible? It's it's terrible. Um, the Republic now in Michigan, the now this is a quote. This is from CNN Politics. Okay, 
Michigan Republican Party Chairman Juan Ron Weisler, okay, laid out the plan to implement new voting restrictions in time for the 2020, I'm sorry, the 2022 election. He's the guy who called Governor Whitmer, okay, Secretary of State Benson, and Attorney General Dana Nessel, three witches, and said that the Republicans must ensure that they are ready to burn at the stake. You know, I'm obviously female. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. Okay. And this, you know, when they were burning women at the stake, they were doing that to take away their property, to to steal something from them. So to steal from women, they burn white women, black women, anybody, any men, anybody that they want to steal something from. Right now, they're trying to steal the votes of the American people. So in his mind, the people he's trying to steal from are witches and burning. He's talking about burning. Boy, things are getting ugly. There is, there is a battle over voting rights. Okay? And, you know, here's the thing. These proposals all around the country, not only just in Michigan, guess who it affects the most? Poor people, the elderly, people of color, new voters, people who who have immigrated here and are voting for the first time, young people. Okay? Let's let's talk about this. You know, most people who vote for who vote Democrats who vote Democrat are African American. So they're trying to harm people of color. Most people who are poor can't afford identification. They're making it harder to vote absentee. Okay? Most people of color vote absentee, especially during the pandemic. And they just didn't care that people had to vote during a raging pandemic. Okay? There there are laws that do away with signature matching to identify voters who cast absentee ballots. Instead, the voters requesting an absentee ballot will have to provide the number 
of their driver's license or state ID. They're doing that all over the country. Along with other identifying information such as their date of birth. And anyone who lacks these forms of ID can submit copies of other paperwork such as a bank statement or utility bill. But you have to jump over all these hoops because how long is it going to take you? You have to request the ballot. You're going to have to tell them what you do or do not have. Maybe they don't like what you have. They have to send that back. You can go back and forth three or four times before you even get a ballot. It's like they're setting up. Okay. These issues. To keep people from voting. They don't want you to vote. But you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to vote. Anyway. If they make you. Go back and forth through these hoops three or four times. You know what it means? As soon as they say that you can request an absentee ballot, you're going to have to start requesting it. You're going to have to start doing everything you can to get that absentee ballot. Okay? Many people around the country don't have a driver's license or a state identification card. Okay? Um, People are trying to fight back, okay? But it's going to take time. I tell you, there's another problem. And you can see, and this is documented fact, we have seen this on the television, election year after election year after election year. These long lines. People standing in line for hours. You know, In Georgia, for instance, they're talking about you can't even give people water or food. So basically, I mean, you think about that law. I've talked about this before. So nobody can give you water. You can't even call Uber Eats because the guy delivering Uber Eats might run the risk of being arrested. Okay. Mostly people of color have to wait in line longer than anybody else the average wait time after 7 p.m a scheduled poll closing time was 51 minutes in polling places that were 90 percent or more non-white but it was just six minutes in a polling place where the 90 percent of the voters were white let me say that again the average time okay to wait after the CP the 7 p.m. scheduled polling closing time okay or whatever the time is some people close at 7 some people close at 8 it was nearly an hour in polling places where it was majority non-white 90% or more non-white but it was just 6 minutes in polling places that were mostly white. Okay? And they they want they want these long lines. That's why they're trying to make it more difficult to vote. They don't want us to have 
ballot boxes. They don't want us to mail in our ballots. They don't want us to have polling places because they want people to spend most of their time standing in line and becoming hopefully discouraged. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. You know, we can't afford most of us to take off from work. They don't want voting, a voting day to be a holiday. They, they don't, it's, it's ridiculous. What is their excuse? Okay. They talk about provisional ballots. Because of all the confusion in where you go to vote because of these voter restriction laws, guess what? Even here in Michigan, people were sent to the wrong place. You hear people talk about that. And the right place was so far that they didn't get the vote. Okay? There are some places that ban mobile units. So they they don't want you to assist anybody in any way to vote. They don't want you to register people. They don't want you to take people to the polls. They don't want us, you, me, anyone that disagrees with them to vote. They reduce the voting hours. They reduce early voting. They reduce the number of drop boxes. Just today, uh, one of the senators was talking about how to have one drop box for 5 million people. You see, most people work multiple jobs. And when you can't get to a drop box, and we know it's true, we saw in the last election that it took three hours to get to a voting box. Plus, people, you remember when people were talking about voter intimidation? How they would come out there and just, you know, try to frighten people from voting? Ladies and gentlemen, we mustn't be frightened from voting. We mustn't do that. We must vote. They do not want for the people act. And you know what? The the people against the for the people act. They know that it's a good thing. They know that it's going to encourage people to vote. It's going to protect the vote. You see what happens when people vote? The power of that and how 
people's voices are very, very strong. Right? Listen, we got to remember what the For the People Act do does. I'm sorry, what it does is H.R. 1 For the People Act. This is just a few of the things it does. It promotes automatic voter registration, internet registration, and early voting. Oh my God, how wonderful is that? What's wrong with that? Why is that sinister? It prohibits states from restricting mail-in ballots. In a pandemic, nobody, well, some people didn't care that people risked their lives to vote in a pandemic. Do you understand that? Do you understand that people went out there and stood in the rain? They stood in the cold. They stood in the heat where there was heat. They stood for hours, hours. I mean, literally people, hours to vote. They're hoping that we won't vote. People who aren't in it for service. The H.R. 1 for the People Act makes Election Day a federal holiday. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? Look, we how do we get off? Number one, they're, this, they know what they're doing. They're cutting back the voting hours. Most people have to be at work at nine, if not earlier. So they've cut off the couple of hours, you know, polls opening up at 7 a.m. And then they cut off the back end. Okay, polls closing at 7 and 8. Because look, if you're a single mom, you go to work, you have to pick up your children from daycare. And if you don't, you're going to have to pay extra. And most daycares close, what, 6, 6.30? Okay, so that means you have to have someone else to babysit. Or you have to take your kids to the polls. And it just, you might not be able to do that. They know what they're doing. That's why they want to cut down the hours that the polling places are open. They want to cut down the drop boxes so you can't on your way to work or coming from work drop your ballot out off. Do you know how much gas it would take to drive three hours to a box? Okay. I'll tell you something else that the uh, HR1 for the People Act does. Something that we don't talk about. It requires presidential candidates to release 10 years of tax returns. (laughs) I'm sure they don't want that to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, I have um, told you in previous podcasts about what these voter suppression bills do. And so I'm, I'm not going to go over too much right now. Just go back to these previous podcasts and you'll hear it. I've talked about For the People Act. I want to remind you, especially here in Michigan, everywhere, all over the country. This is election season. Okay. Here in Michigan. Okay. There's primary day primary election day for most people. Some people don't have primaries. August 3rd. Get in contact with the Secretary of State. Go to the website. Make sure you're registered. Update your registration. Okay. 
request an absentee ballot if you haven't already done it. Request it for both uh, elections. Make sure you sign the outside of the ballot. Make sure you know where your polling place is. Make sure you make a plan to vote. How are you going to get there? When? Okay. We need to contact our Michigan legislators. Contact the people who are against freedom of vote. Tell your legislator, okay? And see, here's the thing. You have to contact your legislator. Call your legislator. Let them know that you want them to understand not to make it harder for you to vote. Find out what the bill numbers are because I did have, I made some phone calls and I did have some people ask me, what bill are you talking about? Well, you know, that's, in my opinion, is just an excuse for them to ignore you. So make sure you know what bill you're talking about. Okay. Go back, listen to the podcast. Okay. And I actually have the numbers of these bills and tell you what the bill does and what the issue is for the bill. Use that. Educate yourself. Give your legislature legislator a call. You don't have to talk about every bill. Pick the one that moves you the most. They they each bill affects us all in one way or another, but pick the bill um that that you want to talk about. Know its number, be able to generally talk about it and and what the issues are with that bill so that they can't use anything against you so they don't have to acknowledge that you have an issue about voter suppression. Make sure you vote. You know how we're going to fight this? By voting in every election. Make sure you make voting your lifestyle. Okay? That is something you must do. Everyone must do that. Listen, this is Donna Miller. Okay? I am with Vote Voiced. I want to thank you for everything. Vote Voiced is on YouTube. Go to our website, www.votevoice.com. Listen to our podcasts. Okay, for example, on Anchor, on Spotify. We are on Facebook. We are on LinkedIn. We are on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us. Okay? Follow us. Look, we need your support. Okay, I have a secure um, donation system with QGive. When you go to votevoice.com and you hit that donate button, is at the bottom of the page. I am in the process of updating our website. We are in the process of that and it will come around soon. You know, updating a website takes a bit. It's something that isn't done overnight. And so soon we will have a new website. And I hope that it's better, that you'll better understand what Vote Voice does, that you'll be able to receive more information. 
Uh, you'll be able to have the vote voice creations. And um, when you go to the website now, you'll be able to see it. It's a website I did myself. And I have a professional coming to help me do the website uh, this time. And so um, um, when you go to the website, you know, you'll see it. The donation button is down at the bottom. You'll go be, you'll be sent straight to a secure website. Donate. Think about becoming a monthly donator. I need your support so that I can continue getting out information about the vote. Hey, listen, I thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you so much. This is Donna Miller with Vote Voice Podcast. And listen, you guys have a wonderful night. And remember, remember, make voting your lifestyle. Get out there and vote. We're going to fight voter suppression by voting. No matter what, no matter when, no matter how, we're going to vote. And they're not going to prevent us from using our voice in our democracy. It's for the people, by the people. It's not for politicians to do whatever they want. Okay? You guys have a wonderful evening. Thank you. And good night. Good day. Good morning. What, however it is. You guys have a wonderful time.